2: It's a season, turn,
3: turn, turn. and time to every Good morning and welcome to There is a Season, you geezers and whippersnappers. This is the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf.
4: Thank you for joining us today. If you've been here before, then we very much appreciate you coming back. If this is your first time with us, we'll get set for an hour like no other on the radio.
3: Because here is where we, that's Gloria and I, deal with the important everyday stuff. Whether the news out there is tragic or triumphant, we know that you have important everyday concerns about your life, about the changes facing you and your loved ones, and that you think about your life and the choices you make as you get older. It's because of those things that this show is born We know change in aging has its rewards and of course many, many challenges. Here is the place where we talk about all of them, and hopefully we can provide you some insight and inspiration.
4: What makes our show even better is when you share your insight and inspiration. And it's easy to do. 457-1290 is the number to connect with us in the studio today. That's nine three seven four five seven twelve ninety. Also, be sure to share our program with others around the country or around the world by encouraging them to listen at 9 a.m. Eastern Time to WHIO.com or to find us, find WHIO on the iHeartRadio app.
3: So, uh, Gloria, we've been, um, we've been previewing a number of shows lately, including one that I think we did many years ago uh, mm-hmm. and which many of our vintage citizens appreciated in particular. And that was the Lost Art of letter
4: writing. Yes, yes.
3: Now for those listeners who have younger children afoot, and when I say younger, I mean up to say, oh, 25 years old. <laughs> Most people think of little kids, but I'll say younger children includes no. anybody up to 25, maybe 30.
4: Yeah, I was going to say maybe 30.
3: The phrase letter writing might conjure up some kind of fun Pictionary type <laughs> game or something akin to penmanship <laughs> practice, but the reality is is um, and over half of our population still likely recalls what it is, what it means, and what it is to write a letter to someone.
4: Is that anything like Snapchat? Uh no, no. Is it like a tweet like the president?
3: Closer.
4: Oh, you mean the kind with uh, Paper. Bingo. You know, that stuff that's, you know, destroying all the trees in our country. Well, used to be. Used
3: to be. We don't worry <laughs> about that now,
4: right? Oh, yeah, we do.
3: Well, we're not using the paper
4: as much for writing letters. No, but we still worry about the trees. I guess. You know, if you're a greenie. You
3: gotta hug something.
4: That's right. So, anyway, you're a little so, older than I am. Bob. I
3: am, so I uh, not not by a whole lot there, sissy. So I, I, I remember <laughs> certainly what a letter is, although, truth be told, um, I haven't written one in a long time.
4: Shame on me. Yeah, you still owe me a thank you note. <laughs> Several. Many, it, it'd have to be many, a long. Many, they go back a long way. I'll remind you, don't worry of all the things that you need to thank me for. <laughs> right? So yes, as my esteemed elder Bob has pointed out, letter writing is something that used to be done and with some frequency. It was what one might call a key indicator of culture. Of some respectable level of education, certainly of manners. A nicety, you might call it. Hmm. But it is but one of many old-fashioned niceties for the modern world, which have gone by the wayside, in our opinion. And author and writer Catherine Newman agrees, citing quite a few old-fashioned niceties that she, and you and I, Bob, would like to see return.
3: Yeah, she put together this article a couple years back, and uh, it's, it's got some good stuff in it, and we think you're going to like these quite a bit. Um, uh, but of course, as once we get going and you hear some of what we call these niceties, we'd love to hear yours as well, Four five seven twelve ninety to offer your old-fashioned niceties for the modern world. And by the way, I think it's safe to say there's not another place in the radio or TV or the internet that you'll hear a program like this, people who will spend time talking about this. So I'd like you to sit back and enjoy these, reminisce, but please tell us what you would like to see brought back to our lightning fast needed yesterday. Your call is important to us, world. Just give us a call at 457-1290 as we get into this stuff.
4: Right. Okay. So Bob, I'm a bit nostalgic. What about you? I Yes, I you am. Know. And I... I do miss, and I have to say, I really enjoy getting handwritten letters. Now, I can't say that I reciprocate very often with a handwritten letter, but I do understand the 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 meaning and the the warmth There's of a, receiving a handwritten letter. The joy you get when opening something the, other than a bill.
3: Well, and some some <laughs> clever marketers have tried to do this, but even the idea of having a handwritten address on something. You know, they have ways now of trying to mimic that with machines and so forth. Or but, labels from but, your computer. But when you actually see a handwritten address on there, you suddenly think somebody out there personally wanted to reach me.
4: <laughs> right, right. Right. It
3: wasn't part of some broad campaign. Somebody else has a direct message for me. This popped up in my mailbox. And that's the piece of mail that you sift out of everything oh, else.
4: Oh, and, and immediately open it. Whereas the rest get sat in that basket, yeah, no, you no, know, no. until you. What is this? What's going on? I realize here? you've missed a payment or something. Yeah. So that's.
3: That's a special thing. That's one of those niceties, just even that, that, that people have uh, seen less and less over the years.
4: Yeah, and there's many of those niceties, and we're not alone. You know, both of us, I think, you know, we talk to a lot of people, and I talked to a lot of friends, and their thoughts also are that they yearn for a return to forms of that kind of graciousness, kindness, and attention that have gone by the wayside.
3: Yeah, and it's and it's, these are not things that are uh, particularly hard to do. Uh, you know, it's interesting when they, <clears throat> anytime they've studied technology, they always talk about displacing technology. One thing is, comes along and displaces something else. So over a hundred years ago, I think, yeah, hundred years ago, you had the uh, light bulb, took care of the gas lamp, put him out of business, right? Well, we have these things that come along, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to get rid of something. So when email came about, right. you didn't
4: have to get rid of letter writing. But for a lot of people, they said, "Hey, what's the point of that?" And we're going to talk a little bit well, about that. Today. Yeah, it's kind of like this. May sound kind of simple minded, but it's you talked about the light bulb. I like to have a dimmer on my lights at home, or sometimes just have candlelight. You know,
3: what's candlelight? <laughs> you mean those candle things with the with a flame, with an actual flame I, it's, on there?
4: It's all about you know ambience and it sets a mood, it sets a tone, and you know, my husband might want to well. You know, he puts the dimmers in quietly for me, but, you know, it's a lot of work for him. And he's thinking, you oh, know, I can't see very well. I'm thinking it's just nice. So we had candles way back when we have light bulbs, but it doesn't mean we have to get rid of candles.
3: Right, right. So my, um, that's my one point. of the key things that, that you'll hear <laughs> as we, we go through this today is um, this idea of putting down the phone because the phone has sort of become uh. the... Uh, emblematic um, central technological figure or device in our lives because it do, does so much because it can we continue to leverage it to do so many things. Oh yeah, it has replaced many of these niceties.
4: It can turn our lights on and off now, even speaking of lights.
3: right. It's right. connected yes. to
4: everything in life.
3: So one of the things that's recommended in this in this article is to
4: pick up a pen.
3: How novel, right? <laughs> Pick up a bet. Ba- uh, I think it was my wife who was saying they're not teaching penmanship or something in schools anymore. I don't oh. know if they still do cursive.
4: No, cursive's long gone. Bob. Because
3: they're not using anything. I'm like, well, and, why not? If you ever had to sign your name or sign something and there's no device
4: next to you. Well, now, but it's all, you know, even on the internet. And You can write the word Fred. Nobody really looks at your signature anymore if you sign. You know, for for a transaction, right. Oh, right. no. Well, yeah. And everything's electronic signatures. You can do so much. Yeah. But but no. the idea of
3: picking up a pen and, and writing things down. There's it's you know good. educators who will tell you that part of note taking, you know, part of the value of note taking well. is that you're writing down something and processing it through your head.
4: And we will we will get to that here in a little bit too about that.
3: But what so. else do, what else can we say here about pen uh, pen well, writing?
4: Well, you know, if you write more and text less, research suggests that writing by hand. Here we go can activate your brain to remember more, right? And um, leading neuroscientist. Um, And one, Kelly Lambert is the author of a book called "Lifting Depression," and it says it can make you feel good too. The brain's reward center is connected to one of the movement centers, she says. So one way to activate pleasure is through physical effort. Go figure.
3: Well, we've got we've got one caller who's jumping on this right right away. Here's Rick from Beaver Creek. Hey, thanks for calling the show, Rick. Good morning, Rick. You there?
2: Oh, hi. Yeah, yeah. You you had a
3: you had a comment about curse of writing.
2: Yes, I did. I had a funny comment. Yeah, go ahead. Um, um, yes, um, you know I, I uh, have have young nephews, and my sister got very angry with me because I said your your children are Ill- illiterate, and she said no, they're not, and they're, they're very intelligent, you know, young men, and uh, and I said but they can't read nor write, and, and 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 I proved it to her, and and so I took uh, my two nephews and. I, I wrote out a cursive Z and a cursive um, L, and they didn't know what it was.
3: <laughs> oh and, wow! Yeah, yeah.
2: They, they 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 did not know what the letters were, and I think it's really a shame because you know a lot of our founding documents, our our Declaration Declaration of Independence, and what have you, and our Bill of Rights were all written in cursive. And um, people can't read it anymore.
3: And even if, the, even if the language has changed, right, even if the style is standard English versus colloquial versus uh, slang, whatever it is, you at least have to be able to recognize the characters because it's not all in digitized text.
2: Exactly. <laughs> they did not know what a cursive letter Z looked like yeah. or what a cursive letter L looked like, small case or or capital case.
4: Yeah. Rick, I watched my son. He recently graduated from high school and I he received a really nice letter from a former eighth grade teacher who he respected very much. And you know, he handed me the card and said, well, he was reading it to me and he couldn't read part of it. It was in cursive. Yeah. What's this word, mom? I said, that would say many. <laughs> um, you know, and, uh, I thought, oh gosh, you know, I could make it out, you know, in a heartbeat, you know,
3: hieroglyphics you know? from another age.
2: Oh, oh, my <laughs> sister got so angry with me because I proved, I said, I'm going to show you your children can't read and write. They're <laughs> illiterate. They don't know their ABCs. Yeah. And I proved it to her.
3: You got to take, uh, get uh, some of that, uh, board
2: and wrote out, you know, uppercase, you know, cursive letters and. These intelligent young men didn't know the
3: letters. I wonder they if they, they still s- sell that double-lined paper with the little dashed line in the middle so you could practice your lowercase and uppercase. I yes, wonder if that's sir. even available in the store anywhere. Yeah. Yes,
2: sir. But but I, th- I, th- I, I, I think the topic that you're getting on <clears throat> is very important, and it is a lost skill, and it's a lost art, and... You know, I've got love letters. You know, from the '80s. From I do the too. That I dated in the '80s.
3: Yeah, but nothing and, says love like a text, Rick. It, I mean, you know, yeah, just, you just, know I mean, just think of how warm yeah. that is.
2: You know, it's pretty pathetic, and and uh, um, so 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 I think the case that you know the point you're bringing up is very important, and it's very. Um, um,
4: you know, it's, 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 it's timely for important. our generation. Well, isn't it? it needs. And thank you
3: for calling in. I appreciate that, and that'll <laughs> set the table for us, and, and we'll come back to Bob and Troy and others here. Uh, what say you, fair lady or gentleman? What nicety, perhaps long gone or maybe just recently disappeared, would you like to see return to our modern world? What civility or courtesy or custom do you think you would add to our culture once again? Four five seven twelve ninety. when we return? We're going to talk about getting back on the wagon, about being purposely promiscuous, and about how to talk back. All that plus your calls, 457-1290.
4: You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 957-WHIO.
3: When the Miami
0: Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 957-WHIO.
5: Incredible deals on engagement rings just got even better at James Free Jewelers. During the month of June, James Free Jewelers once again becomes James Free cruise jewelers. For the entire month of June, you can get a free cruise with any bridal purchase over $5,000. That's right. Get a free four-day three-night cruise with any purchase over $5,000. No fine print. No hidden expenses. You can also get the best prices for bridal ring designs in the nation. Visit our last call 50% savings case to save 50% on hundreds of designer engagement rings, including rarely discounted brands like Veragio, Scott K, and more. Choose five years interest-free finance with any bridal purchase over $29.99 with no discount. But only during the month of June can you save like this at James Free. The best prices in the nation of free cruise to qualified purchases and five-year interest-free financing to qualified buyers. Hop on board only during June and only at James Free. 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering. See store for details.
6: What goes better with summer than live music and cold beer? The answer is nothing, folks. Not then. So on Saturday, June 23rd, Miami Valley Gaming gives us Rhythm and Brews with over 100 great brews and live music headlined by Little Ed and the Blue Imperials on the Lang Stage. Plus food trucks, plus free admission. So come down June 23rd from 4 to 10 p.m. for nothing but good times.
0: See player services for complete rules must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the Gambling Helpline at 1-800-589-9966. Chuck, what we realized was your plan gives us peace of mind because we have a guarantee never to lose money against the market again.
1: So that means security for us. Our accounts grow tax-free, and we can access our money tax-free. What more could you possibly want?
4: Chuck Oliver of The Hidden Wealth Solution will get your retirement on track. Visit retirementprotected.com. That's retirementprotected.com.
1: Climbing out of the 60s this morning, lots of clouds through the day. We'll watch temperatures push to about 85 degrees this afternoon and bring back the chances for scattered showers and thunderstorms. Once again, our main concerns would be hail and damaging winds with any storms that reach severe limits. Outside of that, heavy rainfall and frequent lightning. Tonight, we'll watch showers and thunderstorms ending, and then we fall back into the upper 60s. Slight chance for a few more thunderstorms again on Sunday, otherwise partly sunny, highs around 81 degrees. I'm Eddie Roelch, just McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather and traffic and our Ask the Expert weekend, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
3: Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob.
4: And I'm Gloria. 457-1290 is the number to call if you'd like to join us today. You're thinking of calling? Earlier is always better as we often run out of time for calls later in our program.
3: So today we're asking you what nicety of yesteryear. It could be yestermonth, frankly, but yesteryear is fine. What custom or practice could this modern world use most? What what could we use more of that we used to do in the past? We were talking about letter writing. You know how simple it was to be able to jot a letter down to somebody, but we'd like to know your thoughts too. 457 1290. Let's welcome uh, Bob, who's been patiently waiting for us here. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for calling the program.
7: Good morning. Uh, I was a product of the 60s. I was in high school and college in the 60s, so I was one of the original tree huggers, okay? Till I found <laughs> out that the paper companies grow trees like farmers grow corn. I've never had anybody come in my front yard to cut down trees. Mead Paper Company was one of the largest in Dayton, and I'm concerned because they're selling off all these forests in the south that used to make paper. So I'm afraid we may be losing trees just because they don't have economic value. Huh. Unfortunately, the trees, the trees that they grew for paper are not necessarily good for lumber. So I just wanted to cor- correct Gloria on that because I started out with her position. Where if I could save paper, I was saving a tree, which wasn't necessarily correct. That's like not eating corn so that I can save corn plants. Right, yeah. Yeah. and
4: I, I actually agree with you. Um, I don't try to save paper really that much. You know, I'm conscious of my usage, but I, yeah, no, no problem using paper. So, Bob, do you write your, Do you write many letters? <laughs> <laughs> the truth
3: now
7: unfortunately <laughs> i'm old enough i still use the old correspondence i even use snail mail <laughs> All right,
3: oh see. that's great and they still they still show up and they'll actually <laughs> deliver it too
7: yeah. well sometimes it's a roundabout way sometimes it doesn't get there as quick as it used to i've had a letter go from troy to dayton and take four days
8: oh wow <laughs>
3: well it goes through columbus now i think everything runs over to the middle <laughs> of the state
7: i think you're right well, thank you for letting me stick my opinion in there. Absolutely. I, I appreciate that. But thank- uh, I, I think most of the paper companies have pretty well shut down, so I don't think mm. we're going to have much of an issue about, you know, paper and trees anymore anyway. But uh, <laughs> thank you for your thoughts. Thanks for joining yeah, us. thank you.
3: Linda's waiting here from Miamisburg. Linda, good morning. Welcome to There is a the Season. How are you?
8: I'm fine. How are you?
3: Good. Thank Better you. now that you've called. So what's on your well, mind?
8: that's wonderful. <laughs> um, well, I... Turned on the radio, and I don't know if you guys are want are wanting things that used to be. It doesn't have my, to be a
3: thing. It can be a, an activity or a behavior. It could be anything.
8: Okay, uh, my the biggest thing I have noticed is the lack of respect um, for anybody. Mm-hmm. Teach uh, students having lack of lack of respect for their teachers. Uh, people. In general, having lack of respect for one another, and it's it's causing a lot of turmoil.
4: One hundred percent agree. Give me the
3: example when you say a lack of respect. What do you see most? What kind of behavior?
8: Oh, every every in everyday living, um, the best thing I have done for me is is perhaps someone holds the door open. Yeah, um, but other than that, uh, I. And the way you treat waitresses, the way the way people feel, it's all
4: about me. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. just going to say that.
8: Yeah. yeah and, it's and about so me. And, and, and I grew up, I'm in my late 60s, and no way would we talk to our parents like kids do now, um,
4: our teachers, each other.
8: Mm-hmm. You, you never hear someone saying please or thank you. Right.
4: So... Well... I th- I think part of the problem could be you know, uh, parenting nowadays has maybe I don't know turned into a little bit of a, I want to be your best friend, son or daughter, exactly, and, and oh, we we exactly. can't really parent effectively if we want our p- kids to like us. They're not really supposed to like us, really. Yeah, it's <laughs> that. Yeah. It's also respect us. It's They're also to put yourself
3: us. first. You know, look out for number one. It's, yeah, you, know, um, you got to be a winner. Yeah. You got to go and, get what and you I,
4: want. And just our culture, we have we have um, cultured that attitude i think in our children with uh you know achievement um you know yeah you got to be number one and a lot of pressure it's all about them rather than about Mm -hmm. you know it's about what you become not who you're becoming
8: right yes yes but i think if that came back to the way it used to be uh there'll be a lot less turmoil um there wouldn't be uh, well like you say in parenting the, the drug situation, um, you know, I have nieces and nephews that in no way would they even think about drugs mm-hmm. because they they've been raised differently and they respect what their parents have taught them. Yeah. And so that's it. Well, well thanks thank very you very much. I appreciate you I appreciate yes. that call. Okay, thanks for taking my call. Uh-huh. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It,
3: it almost feels like we're getting kind of lazy with some of this stuff. In our haste to be fast, in our quest for efficiency, You know, we leverage every single minute we put ourselves first. We want what we want out of something. It seems like we've forgotten some of the niceties that made life better. What do you think? When we return after the news, we're going to talk about getting back on the wagon, about being purposely promiscuous, and how to talk back. Can you believe it? The intrigue. All of that, plus your calls, will come back here with Julia, Nick, and others when they call 457 1290.
4: You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
0: This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now depend on it.
9: It's 9 30. I'm John Tisdale with the WHIO News Update or Top Story. We're looking at mostly dry conditions across the Miami Valley this morning, but just like yesterday, you need to be weather aware.
1: Chance for thunderstorms return today. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up.
9: Now, WHIO Triple T in traffic, we continue to have uh, very good driving conditions on the freeway here on this uh, Saturday morning. If you're going to be traveling on westbound 35 from 675 all the way to I-75, that eight-mile drive is going to take about uh, seven minutes point-to-point. Crews are still on a scene of an earlier crash in Dayton. It's on Haskins Avenue near Waterville. For top story, it's going to be a warm and muggy day across the Miami Valley. Storm Center 7 meteorologist McCall Varidex does tell us that we are under a marginal risk for severe storms today. What does that mean?
1: That is on the lower end of our category scale. Basically what that means is we'll have one or two storms later today that have the potential to reach severe limits. That means we could see winds up to 60 miles an hour, perhaps one inch in diameter hail. Those are the criteria for severe thunderstorm warnings.
9: McCall will have the full forecast in just moments. Things have dried out. This, things have certainly dried out following yesterday's rain in Kettering, where high water was seen on Acorn Street and Oakley Drive. One resident in Kettering told us what he saw.
7: We moved our car up, and every time we'd move it up, it would come up and take the bottom of the tires up. So we were like, you know, if it keeps eventually, it's going to flood out the entire house, you know.
9: Flooding shut down traffic on U.S. 35 at James H. McGee Boulevard for less than 45 minutes last night. You can see pictures and live video of that of that flooding on our website, whio.com. Investigators are still trying to learn why a 13-year-old girl crashed a van head-on into a semi in Clark County. Sky Lehman attended Sydney Middle School. Chris Barb, the school's assistant principal, spoke about that tragedy.
2: It's always tragic to lose any student. Um, you know, it's It's, it's heartbreaking. Um, you know we, we're in this business for kids.
9: State troopers tell us it could be next week before we know the possible cause of that crash. And the Golden State Warriors repeat as NBA champions.
0: The Golden State Warriors champions once again.
3: Back-to-back titles three in four years. Mike Breen there on ABC. The Golden State Warriors repeat champs once again after a 108-85 win over the Cleveland Cavaliers in Game 4 of the NBA Finals to complete the sweep and earn their sixth title in franchise history.
9: Fox's Matt Napolitano with team coverage. Kevin Durant was named NBA Finals MVP for the second straight season. Here's the exclusive WHIO Storm Center 7 forecast from meteorologist McCall Fridex.
1: Climbing out of the 60s this morning, lots of clouds through the day. We'll watch temperatures push to about 85 degrees this afternoon and bring back the chances for scattered showers and thunderstorms. Once again, our main concerns would be hail and damaging winds with any storms that reach severe limits. Outside of that, heavy rainfall and frequent lightning. Tonight, we'll watch showers and thunderstorms ending and then we fall back into the upper 60s. Slight chance for a few more thunderstorms Storms again on Sunday, otherwise partly sunny. Highs around 81 degrees. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The
9: latest scan of the Live Doppler 7 HD radar is clear across the Miami Valley, seeing sunshine outside our studios here on Main Street. We continue to see heavy rain, some showers and some st- thunderstorms uh, the, the, well north of the Miami Valley, north of Wapakoneta in, uh, in, in northeast of Salina, Mercer and Ogles counties. We've been seeing that throughout much of the uh, morning here across the on the uh, Live Doppler 7 HD radar. We're going to continue to monitor uh, any developments throughout the rest of the day. It is currently uh 70 degrees in Troy. We have 69 degrees in Springfield, 72 degrees in Dayton. It's at 934. If news breaks would break in immediately, I'm John Tisdale in Dayton's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. Am 1290, News 957, WHIO. Depend on it.
1: Wild birds on- you can get Dad another golf club for Father's Day, but we know how to get Dad a lot more birdies. Visit Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering and let us help Dad design his backyard nature center to attract all kinds of birdies. Our selection of feeders, houses, bird baths, and outdoor nature gifts will make all the birds sing the songs of nature Dad will love to hear. Now through Father's Day, get ten dollars off a purchase of fifty dollars or more. Don't have time to stop in the store? Try shopping online at mywbu.com/kettering and get free in-store pickup or free delivery within a 150 miles on orders of $75 or more. That's mywbu.com Kettering. So bring Dad the birdies that will give the whole family enjoyment all summer long at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at Far Hills and Stroop. You'll see, nobody brings Dad and nature together like Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering.
10: Wild Birds Unlimited,
0: we bring people and nature together. This is Clark Howard. If breaking news happens, we break in anytime. W-H-I-O.
3: Good morning and welcome back to There Is A Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we
4: care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Again, thank you for joining us today, 937-457-1290, as we talk today about old-fashioned niceties for the modern world. What have we forgotten? What should we bring back? What should we hold on to? We'd love to hear your thoughts today.
3: That's right. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. And we were talking briefly uh, there with Linda from Miamisburg, and the phrase uh, "holding the door" uh, came up, which is something I'm forever telling my kids. You know, and I'm like, "Get the door, get the door." <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Anytime we're around, ch- going church into church or whatever. Good, yeah. Uh, particularly my, my son, I tend to be wired that way, just to say, "Hey, this is an easy, this is a no-brainer." grab a door anytime you're around someplace. Mm -hmm. But Julia from Centerville wanted to add to that. Good morning, Julia. How are you?
11: Good morning. I'm great. How are you? Great. Thank you. Um, I just, I was going to say holding the door open because I've had it slammed in my face so many times. It's irritating. But also um, eye contact is to me very important. Um, and, And I think of all the things we're touching on, it really just comes under the topic of manners too. And I think we're losing our manners. Mm-hmm. And to me, manners is a way of showing respect to yep. people, which we've also touched on this morning. So,
3: And a lot of times you don't get the eye contact, say in a retail situation, somebody's uh, concerned with making sure they, they scan the uh, the code on your, your item and it goes beep in the machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can go through an entire transaction we've...
4: and never look at the person in the face. Yeah. We've... Oh,
11: yes. I've <laughs> even gone through an entire transaction without... A word being spoken to me. Yeah.
4: <laughs> we're like robots, you know, yeah. just, just do Which it. Which
11: is, to me, uncomfortable, but...
3: Yeah. What other niceties might you like to see return?
11: Uh, well, my goodness, I don't know if there are any left.
4: Oh, there are, and we're going to get to those. <laughs>
11: well, I, I, I guess there are. There
4: but, are some really great ones in oh, here. Oh,
11: good, good, because so I just listen. go under the topic of manners, just manners help you show respect to
4: people and be gracious be kind right yeah we'll, we'll yeah. see if we can uh, hit on some of the ones
3: and, and uh, trigger some additional thought uh, but thanks for the call I okay, appreciate wonderful. it thank you thank you bye-bye Four five seven twelve ninety. 1290 again we're talking about niceties from the old-fashioned world and how they apply or how they should apply to the modern world or the things that we could bring back and uh, you have another one now
4: yeah, be a promiscuous thanker. So, that I was wondering what you were talking about yeah, earlier, Bob. Yeah, the
3: promiscuous. <laughs>
4: no, you know, write thank you notes, not just for birthday gifts and homemade lasagna deliveries, but also to let other folks know that you're just grateful for them, right? You know, and, and one thing that I often do, you know, people give you gifts, and maybe it was ages ago that you got the gift, but you find yourself thinking of that person when you use it or you use it constantly. You know, sit down and write a letter and say, I just want you to know that was just so nice of you. And I just think of you every time I use this. Thank you. And and thank you for being you or thank you for you. I love it, but I love you too. I, people just don't. You can go overboard. You can't go yeah. overboard on letting people know how special they are to you or how grateful you are.
3: I think, I don't know if there was a book written about this or not. I seem to be thinking there, there might have been, but I think Ronald Reagan had a reputation for sending a lot of thank you notes personally.
4: He did. And, it,
3: you know, this is at a time when there wasn't email around there. But, you know, he probably ordered stacks of those little tiny, you know, thank right. you notes and just jotted uh, something down. What uh, a difference it would make. Uh, to somebody to have a handwritten note from somebody. And
4: think of all the people in our lives that work tirelessly, you know, doctors, nurses, and hospital staff who truly make a difference in caring for you or a loved one.
3: Could be teachers. Caregivers, teachers, yeah. It could be uh, be somebody you work with, right? There's so many people that
4: give tons of time. And you reap the benefits of their excessive time that they give to you often goes unnoticed, unthanked, and just expected. Thank them.
3: Yeah, so it's it's a good idea. Let's uh, let's go to the phones here and get another one here. This is Nick. He's been waiting patiently. Welcome to the program, Nick. How are you? Fine. How are you today? I'm doing well. You had a nicety that you wanted to recall. Oh
12: yeah, family reunions. Yeah, I think yeah. they uh-huh. are. They never should go. They they can fit in. <laughs> yes. Now even, I, I think they're wonderful. You get to talk. They they tell you things that you didn't know about the family. Uh, they joke with you, it's and then just, having those wonderful meals together.
3: What do you think <laughs> is the number one obstacle now to having family reunions?
12: I don't think there is if everybody's willing to participate. There I you go.
3: Everyone's that, all and, s- too darn busy.
4: Well, yeah, and I yeah. think you can get. A, I, I think it's not too hard to get everybody to to come to the reunion right. once somebody takes mm-hmm. initiative to have it but what we really need and we're seeing this in our churches and in our schools a lot of people don't want to sign on to mm-hmm. actually have to work or make any effort for these things to happen right like i said we all want to reap the reward of these things but we mm-hmm. don't want to have to take ownership of any of the responsibility of it
12: and and plan ahead Plan right. ahead so that most of them will be able
3: to come. Absolutely. And sometimes you have to plan a long way ahead. But but the other thing, too, that I've seen families be able to do is if you can't pull it off at someone's house, if you don't want to do the potluck or it's too much mm-hmm. to organize, you get together at a local pizza place periodically, yeah. once every six months, every quarter, even. Uh, yeah. Just to, to get
4: everybody together. I know some yeah. families
3: still try to do the Sunday night meal, which I love to see. All the all the cars are suddenly in the in the driveway.
4: You mean like when you come to my house to eat? Bob?
3: Absolutely, because there's <laughs> lots of free food. Got to eat it's is delicious. what you always say. Uh, absolutely, I live by that mantra. So, uh, <laughs>
4: thank good you for I, letting me share with you. Hey, it's a great, so a great, great thing. Yeah.
3: Let's well. hear from uh, from Dara and Carlisle. Welcome and good morning, to the, and uh, and how are you, Dara? <laughs>
11: Pretty good, how are you?
3: All good. right, Thanks. let's see if I can hear you better. Okay, go ahead. What was your uh, contribution today?
11: Um, well, I think empathy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people treat each other terrible. Um, what their people are capable of doing nowadays, I mean, it just seems like nobody has a conscience. Right.
3: I, I was saying this to my, uh, my son, who is a recently uh, christened driver, uh, and I was saying, you know, aside from the safety, the physical safety of driving down the road, I said, (laughs) people somehow behave very differently on the highway than they would in many other contexts, whether in the office, in the church, or somebody you might know. Suddenly, they get on the road, and care for the other person goes out the window. Uh, Oh, yeah. The fact that there are stripes down the roads, or there's merging lanes. People just drive at any speed, cutting lanes back and forth, um, just to get where they're going. And I I take that as a, a personal affront, not just a physical safety thing, but why are you so much more important to put yourself in front of all these other 10 cars you just cut in front of? Uh, yeah, I see I, that all I the time. See
11: that on a, I see that on a daily basis. I drive 675 every day to work, and I'm
4: telling you, it's oh, like yeah. putting your life in your own hands. Yeah, Pinball Alley is what I call it,
3: 75. <laughs> yeah. So yep, that's a, that's a good contribution. I appreciate that, Dara. Right. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Four five seven twelve ninety. We're talking about what old-fashioned niceties our modern world could use more of today. If there are things that used to be done, ways of behaving, or certain items from the past that we could use back in our lives today, what's another one?
4: So another one would be spend some time with older people. Ah, oh, we're always saying that here. Yeah. Well, this is, Bob, it's not a priority like it used to be. Um, you know, research says that as people age, they savor ordinary experiences just as much as over-the-top activities. You know, this could mean playing cards or doing board games. Um, ask them to teach you something that that they are good at: embroidery, Yiddish, how to make their favorite meal. Um, you know, make a pot of tea. Now, this I, f- I find that this is really important. Make a pot of tea. Ask questions about their past and really listen.
3: Yeah, now let me let me listen. just jump in on that one. You know how we sometimes use that phrase intergenerational connectivity, right? The young people and older people getting together, and the young people could be anything younger than the older person, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be a teen; it could be an adult. And I always say, well, what's the f- anybody in sales will tell you this? How do you start a conversation? You ask a question. It doesn't matter if you've heard the story fifteen times. That's right. You just ask a question. Tell me again about when you were first when you fell in love, when you went to school, when you were in the army.
4: And you know this this younger generation, any of us, all of us, myself included, I have learned that we can glean a lot from our vintage citizens, things that have that uh, that have gone by the wayside that once were that would be so important in this modern world. A lot of the things we're talking about, right? And we could become a much better you know, society.
3: Um, We got to be tapping into these folks all the time. You know,
4: and if, and if we feel that we can't relate to them, you know, this is a good one. Offer to explain to, you know, an older person, their phone, email or TV. We all know technology is just, you know, changing and they can't keep up sometimes. So if you can't figure it out in your fifties, I was just, Bob, I was thinking of you right there. Uh, how many if, times
3: do I rail about things in the world of technology? And, I and, don't answer my and phone. I'm, and I'm fairly fluent in, in a lot of things. You're a little more fluent than even I, but you... this.
4: but you get your teen to do it. What a perfect way to get your teen involved with an older person. Have them fix the computer or something.
3: Let's, uh, let's welcome another caller. This is Carl from Dayton. Welcome to the program, Carl. How are you?
4: Good morning. You're talking about driving
12: uh, with your, your kid learning to drive. That's, that's really a sore spot for me out there on the highway. Uh-huh. I, I was calling about something else. So, okay. uh, four-way stops. Uh, now, there is a law, but there's also courtesy involved. And if uh, the the, the, the uh, windshields aren't blacked out, you can look, you can eyeball everybody <laughs> and nod or honk. But a uh, fellow went into DMV, and one of the questions was at a four-way stop. Who has the right of way? And he says, "Well, I live in the Bronx. The guy with the gun does." <laughs> Gosh! <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, you, and that, that business about driving on the highway uh, when it's getting dark in the evening or when it's raining—people driving down the highway at normal speeds with no lights on—all oh. that
3: they're oh going to get themselves killed or yeah, they're going
12: to get somebody else yeah. killed. That, you know, yeah. And people
3: sometimes, anything. you know, everybody has forgotten at some time or another to turn their lights on, but there's a certain level of conscientiousness that but you would think would kick it. them, in. though. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's I hear there. you. Okay. Thank yeah, you very much. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. You know, he, he raised something, that we talked about the four-way stop quickly, thinking back to philosophy or something where they talked about the three ways we we kind of evolved as a society you have the law right which sort of keeps us from being savages you have good which is supposed to animate the law right we're supposed to make laws about things that we think are good and above that is love right we're supposed to act out of hearts full of love how many people think at that level a lot of people are thinking at barely at the law level you know if i can get away with it is, or is if I don't of, have
4: to do it, right? Those are right. the things. They're not
3: thinking about good. They're not thinking about love. They're <laughs> no, barely how little know, do, do I have to do?
4: You know. Now there's still some good stuff out there, but. are hey, yeah, we got yeah, some time for some more. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I like this one too. Take care of the sick. All right, this can be from kids home with the flu to friends in the hospital. Our lives present so many opportunities to tend to people who are ill, and unfortunately, I think we're kind of terrible at it. I don't know, Bob. We're not sure how to behave we're bent over our devices rather than being present, right? And okay, so she writes in here an example. She says her closest childhood friend died last year. She spent many long days and nights by her hospice bed. Now here's some simple advice. Take off your coat, put your phone away and find something to do. You know, leaf through a magazine, knit, work on a crossword puzzle. All you need to do with somebody who is sick, and I know firsthand, communicate that you're available to be there, to help or to chat, but That you don't need to be entertained and that it's not a burden for you to be sitting there. And the same rules apply to someone who has just lost a loved one. Everyone shows up for the funeral. Yeah. Just show up a little later. Right. Just show up.
3: Yeah, and, it, and back to what you were saying about you know people who are, are ill and so forth, and say you're in a hospital, there are professionals who are supposed to be the nurses or the caregivers in that context, right. but very often it is simply the presence of another I, being I, that yeah. provides the comfort, whether someone's conscious, whether they're
4: unconscious, a, absolutely. whether they're in and out of sleep, you
3: know, whether they're in pain, whether they have good I, days or bad days, just being I
4: hear there. so often people say, well, there's nothing we can do anyway. There's really nothing you can do. I can tell you firsthand, just having somebody there yeah, provides so much peace and comfort, and and you just—it's just better. I'm telling you. Yeah, you, you have just this have somebody of, there for you. Right.
3: We're not here to fix everything. No. Sometimes you just need to maybe keep maybe can't do anything. Company. That's right. Richard's been waiting here from Huber Heights. Richard, good morning. Hi. How you doing?
10: Uh, I'm pretty good, and I'm 63. So I actually did learn cursive handwriting. Gosh,
3: I, I can't believe it.
10: And <laughs> hand lettering. And oh. how to read them both but that was because me and my siblings were went to a catholic elementary school
3: there you go let's clang the bell yeah <laughs>
10: now i have a buddy who used to live uh stone's throw down livingston avenue where we used to live in east dayton and he went to franklin school at uh across from holy family church in east dayton mm-hmm. now i don't know i think I'm guessing he might have learned cursive handwriting, because this was, you know, eons ago.
4: Yeah. Well, but, you but, know, but, yeah. You I know. think eons ago, everybody was learning cursive. Yeah, Even the Catholic and, schools and nowadays prefer typed,
7: computer-generated oh, yeah. reports. And let
4: me
10: tell you something. <laughs> that is not an accident, taking cursive handwriting out of the curriculum. No, that it's not. It's all by design.
3: Yep, based on my research. People want to drive the purchase of more technology, you know?
10: Yeah, plus another thing. If people cannot read anything but text printed on paper or on some kind of electronic screen, you are reducing their vocabulary, and when you do that, you reduce their ability to think at all, let alone independently and critically and analytically.
3: That's right. It dumbs things down overall, doesn't it?
10: Yes, it does. Making us more easier to control.
4: <laughs> there you oh. go. Right. Yeah, the government's secret, <laughs> far yeah. out, long haul well, plan. Yeah, I, and it
10: I, all ties into what I've learned that the the government that we see is not the real government either. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, There's maybe the it known maybe
10: as the shadow or parallel government.
3: All right, yeah, Richard. There's, there's probably a lot of ways that that impacts our lives. Uh, this, the shadow uh, government out there, uh, and maybe it is through school, and maybe it is through the elimination of cursive writing. We think it's going uh, probably died. Its, uh, it's, death anyway. Even aside from that. Uh, That uh, Unfortunately, yes. Uh, And we still have time for a few others. Ruth's been waiting on the line, uh, but we're going to go to a break here, and we're going to come back. So when we come back, we're going to tell you where you can find this list of niceties, talk about a few others, and uh, also take a peek at some upcoming shows. And if we can fit it in here, we haven't been there in a while, we're going to try to stop by the uh, geezer and whippersnapper Humor Emporium because uh, it's always fun to go by there. Thanks very much for being with us. We'll be right back after this.
4: You are listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News ninety five seven WHIO.
0: It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News five seven WHIO. based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Dayton? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. Just text your zip code to 82,000.
6: What goes better with summer than live music and cold beer? The answer is nothing, folks. Not then. So on Saturday, June 23rd, Miami Valley Gaming gives us Rhythm and Brews with over 100 great brews and live music headlined by Little Ed and the Blue Imperials on the Lang Stage. Plus food trucks, plus free admission. So come down June 23rd from 4 to 10 p.m. for nothing but good times. See player services for complete
0: rules must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the Gambling Helpline at 1-800-589-9966.
3: Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security? Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group, and I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437
0: find huge savings now through Sunday during Menard's Crazy Day Sale. Crestone straight retaining wall blocks are only 59 cents each after rebate. Grab a gallon of Pittsburgh Ultra exterior flat paint for only $10.48 after rebate. Get your choice of Kavina faucets by American Standard. $19 after rebate. Relax in a hanging lounge or only $99 after rebate. These deals are so crazy they're available in-store only while supplies last. So hurry in to save big during Menard's Crazy Day Sale.
10: Save big money at
0: you have a Social Security disability claim which has been denied or a workers' compensation claim from a work-related injury, call the Social Security disability or workers' compensation lawyers at Elk & Elk. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk & Elk, serious lawyers for serious injuries. At the James at Ohio State, there's no routine prostate cancer. We go beyond the routine to prevent, detect, treat, and cure your prostate cancer, leading the way to better outcomes, faster responses, fewer side effects, and more hope. Learn more at cancer.osu.edu.
1: Climbing out of the 60s this morning, lots of clouds through the day. We'll watch temperatures push to about 85 degrees this afternoon and bring back the chances for scattered showers and thunderstorms. Once again, our main concerns would be hail and damaging winds with any storms that reach severe limits. Outside of that, heavy rainfall and frequent lightning. Tonight, we'll watch showers and thunderstorms ending and then we fall back into the upper 60s. Slight chance for a few more thunderstorms again on Sunday, otherwise partly sunny, highs around 81 degrees. I'm Eddie Roelch. McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
3: Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob.
4: And I'm Gloria.
3: And we've been talking today about niceties from the old-fashioned world and how they might apply to the modern world. We've got a few more for you in just a second. Be sure to catch our shows here in the next several weeks. We're going to be talking about teens, preteens, and pornography. We've been previewing that for a while now, but it is coming up here shortly. Also, who becomes the caregiving designate in a family? Is this a role that's preordained? How do families decide? How does that evolve? All of that ahead in the weeks, ahead uh, on there as a season. So we were talking about these niceties, and you had another good one. That's
4: Yeah, this is a good one. Bring back that good old welcome wagon. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what started as a 19th century practice of greeting frontier settlers with food and fresh water? became a company in 1928 that set representatives to greet new homeowners with coupons. Now, unfortunately, that's a direct mail marketing endeavor. But um, you know what, going out of your way, Bob, for someone, a new neighbor, dropping off a basket of treats is even more appreciated than it used to be because nobody's doing it. Uh, We need those moments of connection more than ever. So take over some muffins, some cookies. You know, introduce yourself and say, hey, if you ever need anything, Come knock on my door,
3: and what'll happen is a lot of times people will move in, and sometimes it's not six months before they say hello to somebody. Oh, right? They give oh, a little long wave, yeah, maybe. Absolutely,
4: you don't, uh, or not even a wave. You see them in the back, nothing. Right, right. So, so anything to do, you know. And if you look like a nerd, so puts what? Da, puts Take down a the good cookies foundation. over, you know. I don't know. They'll probably think you put something in it, pot or something nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why I don't we not. do this anymore? I don't. I know. I hope not. What else you have? Well, you know. Bring back games, parlor games, sing-alongs, okay. Th- that doesn't need any explanation. You know some what I mean? Some of that stuff was just real fun. I mean, look how
3: much, uh, gosh, look how many Euchre games we've played, right? Uh, instead uh, of being on a device, have, instead of looking at a digital image, do something with another human have being. Have
4: people over. Open your home. Have some good food and play some games. And the last thing of all that's so important that everybody keeps bringing up, raise some nice kids, you know? Uh, they need some of our help. We've got to teach them to greet people. We've got to teach them to look people in the eye, treat people with respect. We've got to teach them how to make conversation with adults, including that eye contact, and treat them how to become gracious hosts, right, and gracious guests when they walk in. Teach them how to ask if they need any help.
3: So that's, that's, uh, that's what we that can was squeeze all in, in today. If you'd, like to see, if you'd like to see more of these, and you can track down the article, the, the magazine is real simple. And uh, the, the author was Catherine Newman. It was from uh, April 2016. She had some those good ones in back. there. yeah. We have just a, a moment here to squeeze in a couple of things also from yesteryear, speaking of days gone by. That and what miss. are some of those? Go ahead. Okay,
4: so we drank water from the garden hose and not from a bottle. We shared one soft drink with four friends from one bottle, and no one actually died from this, Bob. <laughs> we ate cupcakes, Hooties. white bread, real butter and bacon. We drank Kool-Aid made with real white sugar. And why, Bob, weren't we overweight? Why? Guess why? Because we were always outside playing. That's why. That's true. We would leave home in the morning and play all day as long as we were back when the street lights came on and nobody was able to reach us all day. And guess what? We were okay. We also had a lot of friends and we went outside and found them. We ate worms and mud pies, and the worms didn't live in us forever.
3: So so basically, th- these aren't niceties necessarily, but they're still great things that we miss from days gone by. We encourage you to think of your yeah. own and uh, write to us if you like Bob and Gloria at thereisaseasonshow.com. Also, look for our new and improved website co- uh, coming soon. We're going to have that back. Uh, very shortly for you. Take an extra moment to stop and care for someone in your life or someone you simply encounter. And remember, dear friends, of course, never regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to too many. For my dear friend and co-host Gloria, for our producer, and for all those who make the show possible, a big thank you to each and every one of you. I'm Bob Wolf, and you've been listening to There Is A Season on AM 1290. And News 95.7, WHIO. Have a blessed week.